This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. The last class, everybody, like the 21 kids, everybody kind of was like, well, those guys got screwed, which they did, you know, but a lot of them went out early in their in their recruitment uh, process. This next group, this, this is the class that could, you know, really be in, in trouble as far as opportunities to, to see places or have a coach come to see them or, or whatever you might be. Um, this, this class is the one that's tough. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan and uh, bringing in Nate Klaus here over the phone as we talk recruiting. And, Nate, you heard Eric Chenander talking about just the challenges for 2021 kids. But in all reality, 2022 might be the real victim here because of the numbers crunch, the fact that really none of these kids have taken um, you know true recruiting visits unless they were sophomores when they were able to do them or even freshmen. Um, but it, it's it's an interesting group and cycle because of all the unknowns that we just don't have answers to right now. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I was saying this on uh, a couple different times this past week. I feel like where you know, it is the the 2022 class that <clears throat> um, you know are they're going without the normal junior days right now. They're going without having coaches come through their schools right now. Uh, like they would have normally, you know, the, the, the one benefit that the 2021 class had was that they were, they were able to have coaches get eyes on them uh, during the month of January. They were able to take some junior college or not junior college, some junior day visits, um, you know, towards the end of January through February and maybe even a couple visits during, uh, during the early portion of some spring practices before everything got shut down. But, you know, these, these 2022 kids, they, they don't have that luxury. Um, and, you know, as far as the, the dead period goes, you know, that's still very much up in the air. And, you know, best case scenario is that it ends on April 15th. And, you know, we're still quite a ways away from that. And uh, something Eric Chenander talked about that they hope for is maybe that it will go quiet, meaning prospects will begin to start to take trips on their own um, unofficially. And let's be honest, that's happening already. Guys are going to places and, you know, finding gray areas to make trips, but they can't meet on the facilities or the coaches. Uh, but that could be maybe the next step is a quiet period that allows prospects to still visit places. Yeah, and if that happens, I think, you know, I think that that helps everything quite a bit. Um, and there are visits being taken right now, but like you said, there you know, they're, they're still unable to meet with the coaching staff. They're still unable to tour the football facilities and everything. Um, and sure, you know, it's nice to visit the college town and, and to walk campus and try to get a feel for things. Uh, and, I, and I think that is very helpful during the recruiting process. But it's a far cry from being able to actually tour the facilities and learn a little bit more about the, the history and tradition of a school and um, you know, really sit down with the coaching staff in person because, and I think we'd all agree that Zoom calls are, are nice and they're convenient, but they're, it's not the same as being able to sit down with a coach one-on-one and, or with anybody one-on-one and, and really, you know, have, have a normal conversation with somebody. Yeah, Nate, and you know, one of those guys we're talking about prospects taking visits, um, it sounds like, and Mike Mattia um, confirmed that this week with a source close to Avante Dickerson that he took his own trip out to Oregon, and that is obviously the most high-profile high school target left for Nebraska. There's a couple other names still, but uh, signing day is on Wednesday. We're um, about a week away from National Signing Day. That visit to Oregon, it just doesn't leave you with a very good feeling, I guess, if you're Nebraska right now. 
Yeah, yeah, not really. Uh, I mean, he's taken now trips to Minneapolis and to Oregon, and um, you know, and, and following officially decommitted from Minnesota. So, um, you know, you, you kind of know that the Gophers are, are out of it now, even though he had been committed there for a very, very long time. And um, you know, and if you're Nebraska, yeah, you're, you're feeling maybe a little bit nervous right now that you know. As of a couple weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, it looked like all signs were kind of pointing to him ending up in Lincoln, and now all of a sudden, you know, he takes a couple of these unofficial visits on his on his own dime, and and uh, you know, excludes Minnesota, but uh, Oregon is is the team that has all of a sudden gained a lot of steam, and um, you know, I think there's there's still some some things that that could go Nebraska's way, but. Uh, you you definitely are feeling a little bit more and more concerned about Avante Dickerson if if you're the Huskers. Yeah, what what did you make of him publicly decommitting the way he did on Twitter? Uh, that was kind of out of character for him to to do that with Minnesota, um, announcing in that manner. Um, I know people around him at Westside were surprised of just how he made that kind of public statement because he's been so quiet about this process. I mean, it almost maybe now you're like, well, does he know he's going to commit to Oregon and he's officially ending it with Minnesota? Or does that mean Nebraska and Oregon are both still in it? I mean, a lot of questions after that tweet for me. Yeah, there are a lot of questions, but, you know, honestly, I think it makes sense. Um, You know, and it was probably the right thing to do, in my opinion. Uh, because you you can you can officially close at least one door with one program and allow them to go another direction, um, you know, before signing day happens. Um, you know, it obviously doesn't leave Minnesota a ton of time to try and you know replace um, replace him in, in their in their class. But um, you know, it's, it was a natural progression. If if he didn't know he, or if he knew that he was not going to go there. I think it makes sense for him to go ahead and, and publicly decommit. And, um, you know, that was one thing that was going to have to happen or, or probably should have happened uh, before he committed to another school on, on signing day. So, you know, you, you, like, we, like you mentioned, we're inside of a week here leading up to signing day, and, and uh, it's, a, it's a two-team race between the Huskers and the Ducks. And, um, you know, like, like I said, uh, you, if you're, you're, you're getting a little bit – more nervous about this situation than you were just a few weeks ago. What else? Is there anything else, Nate? Um, I know Townley out of Minneapolis is a name, uh, but the feel is that he's a Penn State guy right now today. I mean, do you, you think it's just Dickerson, or are you watching the Townley situation too? Yeah, I mean, really, it's, it's you know, there, there are a couple other names besides Devon Townley, uh, who's the, the four-star outside linebacker slash defensive end out of Minneapolis. Um, but like you said, it, the feeling is that it's it's probably Penn State and Nebraska. Um, you know, there's a couple other Big Ten teams in the mix there. Michigan State is one of them. Uh, Minnesota, obviously, enough talked with at Minnesota. It looks like they're preparing for him to to leave the state uh, and go elsewhere. Um, you know, but I mean, outside of that, it, you know, Townley and Dickerson, it, it seems like. You know, those are the the two main high school names that uh, that Nebraska's in on as we get closer to to signing day. You know, and, and from there, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens because you know either Nebraska's going to have one spot extra to to use for the transfer portal or or to use on a junior college player heading into the spring, or or they could possibly have two spots uh, to to utilize that as. Put your former recruiting hat on. The quarterback situation now with Luke McCaffrey, we talked about it at the top of the show at length. 
now you probably need to find another quarterback. I mean, are, are you looking for a guy that's leaving somewhere in the spring? Are you looking for an FCS guy maybe? Are you looking for a JUCO guy? I mean, what would be your plan of attack right now uh, with your years of experience in recruiting on how you find the best situation guy to bring in as another quarterback to give you depth? Yeah, I think you you clearly you have to go out and get a quarterback, but uh, because you've got two, you know, beyond Adrian, you've got two freshmen, uh, you know, retro freshman and Logan Smothers, and and then a true freshman uh, new incomer who's only been on campus for a couple of weeks or, or a week and a half or whatever it is in Heinrich Harburg. So um, I think you have to get somebody, but ideally that's somebody that has some experience under their under their belt already. And uh, you know, I think that. If you can get an FBS guy that that can come in and compete for the job, um, you know that'd be great. But I would probably be looking more towards the FCS level and trying to find somebody you know who has uh, has a, a real track record um, and has legitimate production on that level. You know, I think there's a lot of question marks surrounding the FCS spring season that's supposed to be taking place here, and I know there's you know a lot of schools that have already kind of opted out, and there's some some question marks surrounding all that. So there could be some very good players from the FCS level entering the transfer portal. And, and if you're Nebraska, if you could go out and get, you know, a quarterback from one of those schools that has produced at a, at a fairly high level uh, that can come in and compete with uh, Adrian Martinez, I think that would be ideal. Um, but I don't think you want to just go out and get any quarterback you can get just to have a warm body in that room i think you you really want to get somebody that can compete with adrian and that can can push him um you know going forward because uh i I just i think if you if you're just going to get an extra person in that room i i think it kind of works against you and you'd be better off uh, using that that extra spot somewhere else on your team to improve your roster Well, lots to follow. Signing day Wednesday, we're also going to run our first of two um, in-state tour events in Lincoln. So we'll have plenty of coverage as all the top recruits in Nebraska are going to be um, checking in with us here over the next couple of Sundays. Um, So plenty of recruiting as we're going to try to keep things moving despite obviously the COVID limitations that are still keeping things held down. But make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.